0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Crypto News. It's Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. And your boy has an article out in Decrypt. Link is in the show notes. It's about how I'm using AI in my political campaign for U.S. Congress. Thank you, Jason Nelson. Thank you, Decrypt, for interviewing me and the AI company that I'm using, Civox, to talk about this. And if you want to send me an email about it or anything else, matt at dailycryptonews.net. Let's get into it. Free Sam Bankman-Fried. You can't make any of this up. Tiffany Fong, she posted an alleged prison photo of Sam Bankman-Fried from December 17th, 2023 and he was sitting at the Metropolitan Descension Center in Brooklyn. Tiffany, she obtained this photo from a recently freed inmate, who she refers to as G-Lock. Again, you can't make this up. Who's the only other person in the photo that's their face is not obscured. G-Lock says that Sam Bingham Freed looks scruffier than a motherfucker. End quote. And also says that Sam has not been taking showers. G-Lock believes that Sam Bingham Freed is ultimately a good guy, Though g claims that he is a weird as shit in quote and can be strange. Another quote. With all of the power and influence that g has, he's gonna use it for good or bad, or well, he's using it for something, because g is calling for President Joe Biden to pardon Sam Bateman-Fried. Free Sam Bateman Freed, he says. Joe Biden, you know what's up. Before you leave, pardon my son. You know what to do, says G Lock. Again, you can't make this shit up. Fair Shake is a political action committee, or a super PAC, that is backing crypto friendly candidates. And now they've received $4.9 million from billionaire twins, the Winklevy, Cameron and Tyler. This PAC has been backed by Andreessen Horowitz, Ark Invest, Circle, Ripple, Coinbase, Masari, and more. If you look at their total expenditures, it looks like they spent about 4.8 million dollars. And where is that money going? Well, about 700,000 is going to support Democrats, and around 3.6 million is going against Democrats. Around 551,000 is going for Republicans, but there is zero against Republicans. And so what does that mean? It means that you can spend money for a Democrat, meaning that you're going to run ads for a certain candidate. But you also can run ads against the candidate. And so that's what that means. So, $700,000 for a Democrat and $3.6 million against a Democrat. And then you can also run it for or against Republicans. And so it looks like there's Republicans in the races or there are candidates they just don't want to win. So they are running ads or mailers or some sort of campaign against these Democrats, more so than Republicans. Now, I personally looked at Open Secrets and I looked at their FEC reports. I can't see anywhere where it says where this money is coming from or how they're spending it or who or what races they're spending this on. So um, I'm going to do a little bit more digging, but again, I can't find anything. So where this report is coming that the Winklevoss gave the money or who's already donated or where they're spending this money, I haven't seen it yet. But if you have any links, please let me know. Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. Bitcoin's exchange traded fund is on fire and they posted the most trading volume since their debut last month. This volume amounted to around $2 billion, the highest total since the first day of trading on January 11th. The Nine had biggest volume day since day one with around $2 billion in combined trading thanks to big contributions from HODL, BTCW, and BitB, which broke their personal records. For context, $2 billion worth of trading put them in the top 10-ish among ETFs and top 20-ish among stocks. In general, that's a lot. Vanek has the ticker HODL, H-O-D-L. And had about $258 million in volume yesterday. That's a 14 times jump over its daily average. People were aping into HODL. Why? I'm going to refer back to Jameson Lopp's tweet on February 15th. Word on the street is it generally takes a minimum of three months for financial advisors to get approval to invest in new products, often longer. So we might not see real Bitcoin ETF boomer inflows until Q3. Is this the same thing? Did all of the financial advisors, all the financial minions of Van Eck around the country just get permission to ape their clients into HODL? We will see. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/achieve today. Binance faces key regulatory tests within the Philippines, and the Philippines is poised to block the exchange. Well, the story is: in late November, the financial regulators in the Philippines put Binance on notice that they was operating within the nation without a license, and they said, "Binance, you're not authorized to buy, sell, or trade securities in the country without a license." Well, the officials in the Philippines said if the world's biggest crypto exchange, Binance, didn't address the problem by the end of February, that they would block its operations in the Philippines. Time is running out. No response from Binance. What the hell is going on? But it's just not Binance, by the way. There are many other exchanges in violation. It's just Binance is by far the biggest. So there's about 14 million people in the Philippines that are using Binance or trading cryptocurrencies in general. Is Binance going to lose their stake in the Philippines, their market share in the Philippines? It's quite possible. Does Binance care? I'm not too sure. I mean, remember the SEC from the United States probably put out feelers to a lot of allies across the world saying like, hey, you know what? We don't like Binance. And maybe there's a political pressure from the United States, from the SEC, from the powers that be to just get Binance out of allied countries. Maybe you'll see Coinbase moving in there. Hmm. That's quite a possibility. I'm going to predict the future. I'm going to say that there's some sort of market share regulatory capture from Coinbase, and they're going to be the international Coinbase uh, crypto Coinbase. That's interesting. I use their name as the Coinbase, but Coinbase for international clients. And finally, today, metaverse technology startup Improbable is working on an infrastructure that can support forty thousand players simultaneously occupying the same virtual space the chief product officer at improbable said that this experience is going to be like a virtual music festival it's gonna be the closest thing to a digital coachella now again greatest it. every time somebody says we are going to do something like this you just have to wait and see if they actually do it however would you attend a digital coachella maybe in the apple vision pro <laughs> I mean, it could be pretty cool, um, but also kind of embarrassing if anybody caught you dancing in your living room with an Apple Vision Pro strapped to your face or MetaQuest, whichever one you have. Let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 1053 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Fear your greed at 75. We are greedy. So close. So close to extreme greed. Bitcoin's sitting at $51,090, down 1.1% in 24. It was well over 52 um, last night. Ethereum's at $2,911, down 0.3% in 24. That's because it was up over $3,000 last night. is number three. Binance is at $369. Wow, up 5.3%. And Solana's down 3% at 103. I think a lot of this downward pressure on uh, Bitcoin is because of this GBTC sell-off. There's about $1.4, $1.6 billion to go. So we're going to see this. And then remember, at the end of the ETF trading day, uh, they close out the books and everything gets sorted properly. So I think that at the end of the day, are we seeing a pattern of spiking of Bitcoin price? And then we have normal day trading. But there are inflows. So, if you think that a little bit of sell off of Bitcoin, no matter if it's coming from Mt. Gox, if it's coming from uh, this Gemini GBTC thing, I, I, I don't think this is going to be long term. Just give it a week or two and then we are off to the races. Because then what we have is downward pressure because of people selling, but a hell of a lot of inflows that still haven't been reflected in the market. And so, if we stay at around 51 and we go sideways in it for a while, and this is because of that downward pressure, what you're going to see is these inflows and this volume. And this demand totally stacking up, and there will be a rush in, kind of like what happened before, is that we're trading at around 45, 46, 47, and then, boom, smashed right up to 50, 51, 52. And so I think we might see that big jump again, if we if if we continue to go sideways like this, and if it is because of the sell pressure of GBTC. Once that's all said and done, we could just smash right up to 57 in a blink of an eye. Not financial advice, of course. Nothing is financial advice. This is just a dude that watches his computer too damn much over the past eight years in crypto. So I'm just calling it like I've seen it before. I don't know if the top 10. I see XRP. I see USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, down 2.4%. Again, buying opportunities here. And Tron is back in the top 10. Can we just kill this damn chain, please? Can you just go out of existence? The total market cap is sitting at 1.95 trillion, down a half percent, a Bitcoin dominance of 51.7 and an ETH dominance of 18.0, actually. And that was our show today. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen